this night as we break the bread of life. We thank you that the Holy Spirit is here to teach each of us. Father, we thank you tonight that the Spirit of God will leave an eternal, everlasting deposit of that Word that will rise up to a higher level in our Lord. Father, we're thanking you right now for great and total confidence in the Lord Jesus, that He is Lord, He is Master, He is our Healer, He is our Provider. Bless God, we thank you tonight for everything He's done in the redemptive plan of Almighty God, and we thank you tonight that Jesus is Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn with me tonight to the book of James, the second chapter. We have been teaching on the blood covenant. Uh, I can look back and see. I don't know how, how long we've been teaching on it, but we've been teaching on it a pretty good while. Hallelujah. And, and hitting different aspects of uh, uh, that we hadn't caught on before. And we're teaching a few new things about the blood covenant and adding them to what we already know. Praise God. James, second chapter, the 21st verse, says, Was not Abraham our father justified by works? When was he justified? When he had offered up Isaac, his only, uh, his son upon the altar, Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. And this faith was made perfect. Hallelujah. And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, when we hear friend of God, you know, uh, uh, you know, I got an old buddy I'm fish with, maybe, you know, that's my friend, or a friend I run around with and hunt or something like that, but that's not what this Word of God is talking about. He is talking covenant talk. He is talking about Abraham became a friend of God when he offered up Isaac. And only then was he counted as a friend of Almighty God. Why was he counted a friend of God when he offered up Isaac? Huh? Keep that in mind. We'll get back to it. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. In studying blood covenants, we in Western thinking don't think like people of the Bible think. Now the Semitic people the African people, the Oriental people, all those people, they think like the Word of God. We have a Western thinking to us. Even our American Indian, he thinks uh, Eastern, not Western culture. And they understand a, a, a covenant and they understand friendship. And they understand when a covenant is cut that it is an everlasting covenant and it's never to be broken. Never, never. I know I've studied after a, a fellow named uh, Dr. David Livingstone. He was a medical missionary from Scotland. And he went into Africa as a medical missionary to tribes in Central Africa 
before it was explored and nobody knew anything about it. And after Livingston, uh, uh, they couldn't find him or didn't hear from him for about two years. They got a reporter, an English reporter. His name was John Rowland. Now, the English later changed his name to, to Sir Henry uh, Stanley. We know him as Stanley and Livingston. And Stanley searched out. They hired this reporter to find out uh, because it was such a phenomenon that this guy would go into darkest Africa with med- medicine and, and to those tribes and, and they never hear from him. They thought he's dead or what. And, and it was real interest in the world. It was in the 1800s. And Stanley said that he, when he went into Africa that he cut blood covenant with chieftains all over Central Africa. And he said they called it strong friendship. You're a friend of God. Now they knew what they was doing. And he said of these covenants that he cut or ever heard of being cut, he had never heard of one case where their covenant had been violated. Never one case where they broke their covenant. Never been a case he'd heard of. Because they knew what this meant. And their thinking was, when I become a strong partner or friendship or cut blood covenant, we not only become blood brothers, but we're closer than a brother. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, Stanley said this about this uh, blood brother rights or strong friendship rights or cutting the covenant. Uh, he said in cutting this covenant, they would cut their arms, unite their blood together, and then they would exchange gifts to one another. Now we'll get to them gifts in a minute. Keep that in mind. You know, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, God sent men bearing gifts. Everything in this Word of God pertains to this blood covenant. You cannot get around it any kind of way. It's not just God did this or God did It's done it for a purpose, and it was to confirm that blood covenant. Praise God. The minute Jesus was born, blessed be God, there was gifts brought unto Him. Praise God. I know Stanley talked about this one guy. He was head of the Itsai tribe. He called him Marambo. And he said, when they cut blood covenant, Stanley, see, them folks had worried him and he stayed afraid and everything and he was hyper, real hyper fella. And he developed ulcerated stomach. And he carried a big uh, uh, Angora goat around with him, a milk goat. And, and, and he drank goat, goat's milk all, all the time. And Marambo asked him for his goat. Asked him for his goat. What do you think he gave Marambo? His goat. In a blood covenant relationship, when strong friendship and these rites are made, blessed be God, if your partner calls for the best thing you've got, you have no right to deny it. 
You have to give it to him. That's why a marriage is, is a blood covenant right. And when the wife says this or that, or she needs this or she wants that, you don't have a right to deny it. Are you listening to me? Amen. That is blood covenant rights. You know, I can go into, I can go into uh, uh, what happens in the marriage, everything else, where the covenant is confirmed. Amen. See, when you make a blood covenant right, that's why it's so important to understand blood covenant. Because Jesus Christ stepped forward and represented man. While I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. He stepped forward representing me. But He also stepped forward representing Almighty God. Hallelujah. And when He did, they cut a blood covenant. The blood flowed and whatever whatever God has I need, bless God, He has no right to withdraw it. And if He asked anything of me, I have no right to deny it. That's blood covenant rights. That's this strong friendship. See, you don't have a right. See, we don't think like that. We'll write up, we'll write a treaty up with somebody and break the treaty. We broke them with them Indians so much, you know, they, <laughs> they're still laughing about it. You know, they'd make covenant and if that didn't suit us, we'd do something else and do something else and do something else. You know, our president can make a commitment to another president now and if Congress don't want to ratify it, his word's nothing. See, that's the way we think. But these Semitic people, these Orientals, these African people, they do not think like this. See, they know when a strong friendship is made, whatever you have now belongs to me. Whatever I have now belongs to you. That's covenant. That's covenant. Praise God. Stanley said that uh, he'd exchange gifts. They'd pronounce the terms of the covenant. They'd pronounce the blessings of the covenant. They'd pronounce the curse of the covenant. If you broke this, all these things would come upon you. He said when he cut these covenants, he was obligated to defend his strong friendship friend Unto death. And that chieftain was obligated to defend him unto death. Their gifts were exchanged. Covenants were cut. I know, I know one fellow. Uh, Bengali tribe. Uh, I forget his name. Started with M. Anyway, uh, uh, Stanley was always naming people. He, you know, and he kind of my kind of fella. I name people a little bit myself, you know. But he called this one chieftain of the Bengali tribe. He called him the Hercules of Africa. Hercules of Africa said he stood great and tall and magnificent, and said he had the kindest spirit of any man he'd ever seen. And said he cut blood covenant with him, and said everywhere he went, he carried his staff, and people recognized his power. Praise be unto God. That's what happened when we, when Jesus cut covenant for us. Hallelujah. Thy rod and thy staff, it comforts us. Say, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
So he in these blood covenant rights, now their thinking is this. The Bible's thinking is like this. Our thinking, bless God, if it don't work, we'll tear it up. You know, this marriage business ain't nothing. We tear it up, we'll get another. Isn't that right? We've thought that. We, you know, that's our thinking. Over half the marriages in the United States end in divorce anyway. And in Christendom, over half of them end in divorce. See, it's no better in Christian. Shouldn't be, but that, that's our thinking. That's the way we train. We're trained. But their thinking is this. When they cut blood covenant, it is an everlasting, a death-doomed covenant that cannot be broken. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God Jesus, when He cut that blood covenant, He didn't back up one bit. He gave us every condition in this New Testament. It's ours. And when we stand on that, blessed be God, and invoke our covenant rights, there is nothing in this whole universe that can stop you from getting what Jesus has bought and paid for. Nothing. If you invoke your... See, see, when you hear teaching like this, you'll stand on it. If you don't know it, you can't do it. If you don't know your covenant rights, you can't stand on them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, with this kind of thinking, this is what God calls strong friendship. Or Abraham, you're a friend of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Second Chronicles. Samuel King and Chronicles. Second Chronicles, 20th chapter. Second Chronicles, the twentieth chapter, page seven forty six in my Bible. Second Chronicles, the twentieth chapter, first verse. Came to pass after this also that the children of Moab, children of Ammon, and with them other besides the Amalekites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Now he's king over uh, 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 Israel. And him being king, he didn't have the forces sufficient to meet all these three nations that come against him. Praise be unto God. So he, he's in a predicament here. Look in the seventh verse. Now he went to God said, Art not thou our God? who didst drive out the inhabitants of the land before the people, uh, before thy people Israel, and gave us it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever. Now see, he gave him, he's made friendship with Abraham and his seed forever. Amen. Galatians 3.29 said, If you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You got a friend in high places tonight, folks. You got a friend that sits in the high seat in the universe and there is a blood covenant cut between you and him and every right that Jesus died for now belongs unto the church. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that's his prayer. Remember, yo, we the seed of Abraham. Your friend. Praise God. Tenth verse. And now behold, the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, 
whom thou wouldst not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession. What's he talking about? That's that friendship stuff. It ain't just you give it to us. That's ours. That's your possession, Lord. Praise God. Which thou has given us to inherit. Oh, our God. Wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, Zach- the son of Benaiah, the son of uh, Jeriel, the son of Mathaniah, a Levite of the son of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord. Why didn't he just say the Spirit of the Lord come on? <laughs> in the midst of the congregation. Now, here he is. He's in the middle of them old boys up there. They're, they're sweating it. We're looking at three nations coming against us. We can't do anything about it. We do not have the army to meet them. We cannot. But our eyes upon you. What are we to do, Lord? They heard back then from the prophet. They had to hear from the prophet. He told the people what to do. In our covenant, we got a better covenant. You hear from God straight from the throne of Almighty God. Hallelujah. You want to know what to do? Ask the Lord. He'll tell you right where He lives. In your heart. Praise God. Fear the Lord came on in the midst of the congregation. He said, Hearken ye all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Now, the reason I'm reading all this, listen, you're going to go through some trouble. You're going to have some problems face you in your life. You're going to have some financial need, some sickness. You're going to have some problems with family. You're going to have some problems in, in work. or it, it don't matter what it is. And it may look like you do not have any means to overcome it. Bless God. No matter what the problem is, my God is more than enough. And I got a friend that is in high places. Praise God. Hallelujah. Seventeenth verse. Praise the Lord. Ye shall not need to fight. See, it's what the Lord told me. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set your set yourself. Stand ye still, still and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, be not dismayed. Don't get all bent out of shape about it. All things is possible to him that believes. You are hooked up to the greatest force in the universe. You are in partnership, strong friendship, a death-doomed covenant that cannot be broken, bless God, that God Himself instituted. You cannot fail as long as you stand upon your covenant. Hallelujah. Be not dismayed. Tomorrow go down. Uh, uh, tomorrow go out against them. 
for the Lord will be with you. We don't have means to do it. I can't do that. I don't have enough to do it. Yeah, you can do it. I'm talking about when you've got a strong partner, a strong friendship with God, you can do all things. Philippians 4.19 said, What? I can master anything through the Master who lives in me. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head, 18th verse, with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korhites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. You know, someone said, well, I don't like all that loud singing. Well, then, bless God, you better not go to heaven. God likes it. You you like loud singing or loud squalling? I know a place there's going to be some loud squalling. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Jerusalem and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe His prophets, so shall ye prosper. Praise God. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army. For the army, they sent singers out and praisers out. How come? Because my God inhabits the praises of His people. When they begin to praise God for the beauty of holiness, and they begin to thank Him that they have a strong friend, that they've got a covenant, blessed be God, that they are the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. When He done that, God set ambush against their enemies and defeated them. Someone said, I wish you'd do that for me. Well, He ain't if you don't start praising instead of squalling. And when he had the 21st verse, consulted the people, appointed singers. You know it's singers that are appointed? I mean, you know it's intercessors that are supposed to lead in prayer, just like that. For the beauty of holiness, as they went out before the army, and to say, praise the Lord for His mercy endureth forever. 22nd verse said, and when they began to sing and pray, they began to sing and praise what happened. And when they cried all night and said, Oh my, how am I going to get over? Is that what it says? When they began to squall and bawl and hide and cave. Oh my God, here they come. Oh Lord, Mount Seir. Oh, here they come. Oh Lord, the Moab. Oh, them Moabs is big. Them Amons, they're big. Oh my God, I'm going to the cave of Abdullah. <laughs> is that what they said? No. They went out singing and praising God. Let me tell you something. If you can't sing and praise God before the victory, you ain't getting no victory. You ain't believing God. You ain't believing God. You squalling and bawling. Hallelujah. And you're looking at the Mount Seir and the problem and all this. See, I don't care what the problem is. If I got God on my side, I've got victory. We've got strong friendship, bless God. We've got blood covenant rights. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
When they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, which came out against Judah. And they were smitten. That's past tense from smoke. Amen. They got smitten. Amen. Strong friendship. He'll defend you unto death. He'll defend you unto death. Hallelujah. You've got a covenant partner. You've got strong friendship. You are a friend of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Praise God. Well, why is Abraham called the friend of God? Now, he cut covenant. You know, in the 15th chapter of Genesis, when God had Abraham to split those calves and, and, and rams into and God walked down through the middle of that thing, you could see his footprint down through there. You could see the fire walk down through that, that thing at night. And he said that night he cut covenant with Abraham. He said, look up, old boy. He said, look at the stars. You're going to be a father of many nations. Hallelujah. I have made thee, hallelujah, a father of many nations. Praise God. Turn with me. Genesis 22. Hallelujah. Why is Abraham called the friend of God? Now listen. Now what is that friendship rights? What is a friendship right? You swap gifts. You cut where blood flows. You defend your friend, partner, your covenant partner unto death. You're willing to die for him. Genesis 22. First verse. It came to pass after these things that God did tempt or try or test Abraham. Better word test. And he said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering up, up on one of the mountains, which I will tell thee. And Abraham rose up early in the morning. You know, it didn't say what Abraham thought or anything, but his actions prove that he, whatever God called for him, whatever it was, if he'd have said Sarah, if he'd have said uh, uh, Ishmael, if he'd have said I, whatever God called for him to do, he stepped forward and done. He had no right to deny God. They're in friendship. They're in friendship, strong friendship. Say, Hallelujah. Seventh verse. They, they went up to Moriah there at Jerusalem and he said, and Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, my father. And he said, here am I, my son. And he said, behold the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went up both together. Tenth verse. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. He took the knife in his hand. He was fixing to kill 
Isaac. Why was he going to do that? Because he had stepped forward and cut a blood covenant with Almighty God. Strong friendship was between them. He, he did not have a right to deny anything God asked of him. That's why you can ask anything you find in this Bible. If it says it's yours, it's yours. And God will let you have it, friend. Hallelujah. 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 See the great thing about this new covenant, the blood covenant, you didn't have to cut it. Jesus stepped forward for you as the Son of Man. He stepped forward as the Son of God and blood flowed. Hallelujah. And strong friendship happened. Bless God, God sent him gifts when he's little, friend. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. There has been an exchange. Fourteenth verse. Abraham. Well, start the tenth again. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay him. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am I. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thy anything unto him. For now I know. Now I know. I know something now. That thou fearest the fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns, and Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Now listen to me. Now Jehovah Jireh does not mean the Lord our provider. We say that and we sing that. But in the Hebrew it meant God saw the need and met the need before you even knew you had a need. You didn't even, he didn't even know what he's gonna do. Abraham thought he's gonna, he took the knife to slay his son. Now he knows this. Abraham has something else in his mind. He knows if he kills him and burns him up on that altar, God will raise him right out of them ashes because he said, because Abraham, I have given you a promised son, Isaac, and through that seed all the nations shall be blessed. He knew if he killed him, God would raise him up right out of them ashes. How could he do that? Because he's got a strong friendship. Is anything too hard for our God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the Lord met the need before we even knew we had a need. Fifteenth verse said, An angel of the Lord called Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this, done this thing, thou hast not willed to help thou, thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sands which upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. Now listen to me. If you be Christ, Galatians 3.29, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. 
See, Jesus did not come and do away with the old covenant. He did not. It is an everlasting covenant. It will never go out of existence. All Jesus did, He was the seed of Abraham, blessed be God, and He fulfilled the end results. There was something happened on Mount Moriah. Abraham stepped forward and gave His only begotten Son. He gave His best, and then God stepped forward on that same hill of Moriah. There we call it Calvary, but blessed be God, hallelujah, He stepped forward and gave His only begotten Son. Why is He a friend of God? Because He helped God get His family back. God wasn't going to lose His family. Hallelujah. He couldn't have got them back without first His covenant partner stepping forward and offering His only Son. See, Jesus died and we didn't even know we had a need. Say, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that met our need. While I was yet a sinner, He died for me. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. See, He done this. He was the Lamb slain before the foundation of the earth. In the mind and the heart of God, God was not going to lose His man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why is He a friend of man? I mean, friend of God? Praise God. Abraham brought his best gift and gave it. God stepped forward to His best gift. There was an exchange of gifts. Blood flowed. Blood flowed down Calvary's hill. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that blood's still flowing and it's still setting men free and it's still setting them free from disease and it's still annihilating cancers and it's still driving out any disease and it's still setting men free from financial burdens. My God, whatever He's got, bless God, now belongs to His friends too. Hallelujah. We're now friends of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Big John. Well, first of all, turn over, turn over to Hebrews 11th chapter. Let me show you something. You know, I quote some things instead of reading them a lot of times. And, and I think we ought to read them where we'll know for sure it says that in the Bible. 11th chapter of Hebrews. Seventeenth verse. Now, this is the account of Jehovah Jireh, Lord that met the need. Eleventh chapter Hebrews, seventeenth verse, by faith. Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. What do you mean tried? He tried and see if he had acted on the covenant. You gonna do it or not? Are you gonna stand in this friendship? Are you going to hold steady when I call for your best? When there ain't nothing else you can give, I take your heart. When I call for your heart, Isaac, are you going to give him to me? I mean, that's the strongest test you can have, folks. Hallelujah. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that received the promise, see, Offered up his only begotten uh, son, of whom is said, it was said, that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. See, God done told him he's going to raise up that seed. This was the promised child. He told him, you're going to have a son. 
You are a hundred years old. Your wife is ninety. You can't have children. Never have. Bless God, you struck out. He see Sarah couldn't have kids anyway. But he also talked about now Abraham, the deadness of his own body, his own body now being dead. He couldn't function. But God promised, "Is anything too hard for my friend, my friend who he made strong friendship?" Hallelujah. Look what this will do with your faith. This will make your faith soar to the heavens, folks. You'll step forward and you find something in there that said himself took my infirmities. He bare my sickness. Bless God, you'll step forward with a vengeance. Blessed be God, knowing that his strong friendship, blood has been spilt over this thing. Hallelujah. 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 18th verse said, Of whom it is said, that thy, in thy seed shall, in Isaac shall thy seed be called, according that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him as a figure. In other words, Isaac was a type and shadow. He was a type and shadow of the Lord Jesus. Because Abraham stepped forward with His only begotten Son, now God matches and steps forward with His only begotten Son. There is there is an exchange of gifts. There is blood that flows. There is <clears throat> there is a pronounce a pronouncing of the very covenant rights. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Hallelujah. Jesus talks about. Before he went to the cross, he talks to them about being their friend. And they understand that. See, they got a thinking we don't, we don't think. You know, like, praise be unto God. Turn with me, if you will, to Big John, 15th chapter. Y'all getting anything out of this? Fifteenth chapter of, of, uh, Big John. Twelfth verse. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. You are my friend. You are my friend. <laughs> you see what he's talking? He's talking covenant talk, folks. He ain't talking about it. You, my buddy, how you doing? Shake your hand or something? Come eat supper? Huh? When he eats supper, bless God, it means something, don't it? You are my friends. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Turn back to Matthew 26. Matthew 26. Strong friendship. It's so strong he'd die for it, wouldn't it? See, without the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, then the rest of them can't spring up. It's got to be a death in this thing. Where blood flows, it causes death, folks. When they kill those lambs, when they kill those heifers, when they kill those rams, blood flowed, there was a death. Amen. Abraham intended, he took the knife to kill his son. There was fixing to be a death. But Abraham said he knew, said he received him back as a figure. 
In other words, as an example or as a, a figure of what would happen later on. Praise God. Or as a parable would be a better translation. Matthew 26. Chapter 47. Jesus in the garden. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave him a sign saying, Whomsoever I kiss. See, a lot of times they seal this covenant with a kiss. The same, he hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Friend, you had God on your side and you sold it for 30 pieces of silver. You was a friend of God. Friend, why did you do that? My stars, you had everything. And you sold it for a little handful of gold. A little handful of silver. Friend, you had everything. You had a covenant with Almighty God. Oh, you had it all, friend. Why did you do it? Hallelujah. Folks, let me tell you something. This covenant business is so strong, we need to realize exactly what we've got entailed in this covenant and what it means when God calls us friend and what it includes when friendship is made. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Why would you do it? He broke covenant, man. Why would you do it? My stars, you had it all. You had it all. Why did you backslide? Why did you leave? Why did you do that? After he realized what he'd done, he hung himself, but that's too late now. See? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn back to page 26 verse. Matthew 26. 26. Jesus at the Last Supper. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it and broke it and gave it to His disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup and gave it to Him, gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is the blood of the New Testament. The blood of the New Covenant. Testament and covenant are the same identical word. We got an Old Covenant and a New Covenant. The Old Testament and New Testament. That this is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for many for the remission of sin. Praise God. Now if, now listen, they know what he's saying. They are covenant people. They have seen God deliver them out of Egypt. They've seen the Red Sea open. They walk across Dishad. They saw their children be shod. They saw them being fed in the wilderness. Bless God, they'd seen the miraculous cloud of God, the fire by night. They had seen all this stuff. They know what covenant is. When they cried out in Egypt, Lord, remember your covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God heard their cry. 
blessed God and raised up a man named Moses and sent him down there as a deliverer, praise God. Why? Because there's friendship between them. Hallelujah. Strong friendship that can't be broken. That's why it was so bad what, what, what a Judas done. Friend, friend, why'd you do that? Why did you do it? Why did you do it? Why'd you do it? Better if you hadn't been born, boy. And you break the covenant. See, this covenant stuff is strong. You break this covenant stuff, I mean, I'm, I mean, this stuff, death doom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, when he was telling him, drink this, this is the blood of the new covenant for the remission of sin. Now, they understood this. If their sins were remitted or their sins were covered, every blessing of that covenant was there. They knew what he's saying. They know what he's saying. Hallelujah. It's all yours. All things are yours through this royal new birth. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Confirming strong friendship. Our defender, our provider, our deliverer is our friend. Praise God, praise God. Turn with me, if you will, back to Genesis. 14th chapter. Fourteenth chapter of Genesis, eighteenth verse. Said Melchizedek. 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 He is the priest of the Most High God. But wait a minute. Now listen close to what I'm talking about. Now we're talking about Abraham and God. He is fixing to mediate between Abraham and God. He's not just going to be the God's high priest. He's going to mediate. He's going to bless this relationship. Now listen to him what he does. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, or Jerusalem, brought forth bread and wine. What's he doing? Taking communion. He's confirming the covenant. It's being established. They knew what Jesus was doing when he broke the bread and wine. Man, this is all through their rituals, all, all their covenant life. Their parents, their grandparents, all of them cut covenant. They know what's happening. Jesus said, a new covenant in my blood. Strong friendship fixed to be cut. That when you take this, you remember this covenant. You remember me. You remember Jesus and what the blood covenant means. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him. And said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God. Possessor of heaven and earth. Wait a minute. What's Abraham on? Heaven and earth. Why? Because he's got a friend. That everything his friend had, give it to him. And he give everything. They even exchange gifts. It's been cut, folks. And if you be Abraham's seed, your heirs according to his promise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Said, blessed be Abram of the Most High God. 
In other words, when he said, Abram of the Most High God, he's talking about Abram is of God's family. Of him. He that's born of God. See? He that believes that Jesus is the Son of God is born of God. You are of God's family. The whole family in heaven and earth have the same name. See? You go to, you go to fool a little of it and his covenant will explode on you. You'll find scripture after scripture. 19th verse, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. You're Abraham's seed. Heirs according to promise. But it, you got something better than Abraham. And 20th verse, and bless the Most High God. He's blessing them. He's blessing them. He's the mediator. He's the one that's the go-between of these two that's cutting blood, blood covenant. When, when the covenant is cut, bless God, blood flows. Blessed be God, they're confirming that blood covenant that they cut back in the 15th chapter of Genesis. Blessed be Abram, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed the Most High God. Hallelujah. He's blessing them. He's pronouncing the blessings in this covenant. Hallelujah. Which has delivered thine enemy into thy hand. <laughs> Amen. And he gave tithe of all. He gave him his enemies. Abraham gave him his tithe. Or anything. Abram finally told some kings one time, said, don't let any man say that he made Abraham rich. Nobody but my friend, Almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 So, praise God. Abram of the Most High God, of God's family, because of the blood covenant. Praise God. He said, I call you friend. I call you friend. As often as you drink this blood, this wine and this bread, do it in remembrance of me. What is he saying? Remember the covenant. We got friendship between us. Well, elders come and let's take communion. Praise God. We very seldom take communion on Wednesday night, but blessed be God, I thought this would be a good time to take. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. You know, we don't take communion with a little flat wafer bread. In the Bible, that was azumo. Or they called it matzo bread. A little flat bread with stripes on it. That was before. But the new covenant is risen bread. Hallelujah. When we partake of the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus tonight, hallelujah, confirm your covenant with Him. That you have strong friendship that cannot be broken. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Tonight, while your head's bowed and your eyes closed, just confirm your covenant with the Lord. Say, Lord, thank you for that strong friendship. Whatever I have is yours. Because you already said, I'm possessor of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord.